1: The Team Never Quit podcast is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members can enjoy a savings rate of nearly two times the industry average. You can learn all about this and more at NavyFederal.org.
2: We wanted to use our collective skill sets to find a way not to start a charity or to raise money, but to start a movement, a campaign about putting yourself in their shoes. Empathy.
0: This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. So buckle up, buttercup.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Team Never Quit Podcast. As always, thank you guys for listening and watching. And please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button wherever you get your show. So today, before we get to our special guest, let's get to our weekly Patreon question of the day. And today we have, have you ever made a crazy kitchen mistake? And I'll also rephrase this because I know my mom's had one recently, a living room mistake.
3: Mm. Yeah. I, (laughs) so for Christmas we light advent candles Mm -hmm. like on Sunday you light it. Mm -hmm. um, So the little thing that I bought on Amazon to hold the advent candles was very janky and it wasn't holding the tapered candle in very well. And so I kind of mushed the candle down to where it wouldn't fall over. And I thought I did it well enough and thank the good Lord. I was sitting at the kitchen table with, Our friend Maria.
2: Maria was there.
3: um, And another friend, Kayla. And we were talking, and all of a sudden, I see a big flame shoot up. And I stand up. The tapered candle had fallen into my nativity scene. Oh, no. I mean, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. yeah. Yeah, and it just, the nativity, just bought it this year. It was beautiful, like, um, real pretty fabric. And... It It just caught up in flames. And the the fire got to be about six feet high. Oh, my God. We used that flammable blanket you see on uh, Instagram. And I think those are meant for grease fires. So... We threw it on there, and it did bring the height of the flame down, but it spread the flame out. Oh, no. So. <laughs> um, Y'all taking notes out there? <laughs> yeah. So, I had these little uh, sp- spray can, like an aerosol can. Um I forget what they're called now. We're going to have to put this in. It's easy spray. Easy spray. And it's like a little mock uh, fire, fire extinguisher, oh, yeah. but it doesn't spray that nasty foam uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. It's like a straight line. That got the fire out oh. immediately. That little thing, everybody needs those, and we are not sponsored. Lynn's by this. Say, yeah, no, sponsor,
0: I'll tell you what, like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. There's a fire. I sprayed this on it, and the fire went out. It went it out. Itself. Yeah, the blanket
3: and not the it blanket. Out. Now, I don't, I don't want to say that the blanket's not necessary. I think that would be good for where there's n- nothing else flammable around it, like a grease fire. If you're throwing it over a pot sure. or something, but for a regular fire, all it did was bring the fire down and spread it out. So it was a hot mess. It was a lot of frantic, uh, running around for a minute, but we did get the fire out and it didn't, thank God didn't spread. Yeah.
1: I remember getting the craziest call from you after that. Yeah,
3: I was almost hyperventilating. Cause you know, when like in the moment of chaos and you're really calm and you take care of everything, but then afterwards, it hits you, it hits you and you're like, yeah. oh, my God. oh my gosh, what the, just happened? That's, there. that's how I was. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want, Marcus was out of town with Morgan and I don't like worrying him when he's out of town. Sure. So as soon as he walked in the door the next day, I told him like, there was a fire in the house. Confession. <laughs>
0: <laughs> table burnt. The <laughs> the you're gonna see or it or
2: anyway. It? Yeah, the table burnt. Yeah, I, was burned. Burned. I yeah. heard that story third hand from well Maria's yeah. version right away, so I knew that it happened. Yeah, and, you know, it was so. scary. was
3: scary. And then I called Father Chris to come bless the house because I'm like, we burnt Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. I mean, yeah. burnt. <laughs> 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 they burnt up. That's funny. But um, yeah. yeah what about you? Scary. Kitchen or
2: living room, or could we expand it? How uh, about a house? Yeah, so, um Yes, in 2020, my um, uh, a house next door to me, which my parents lived in,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, who were, at the time, uh, 83 and 81, and a small fire started in their garage, and my mom came running over to my house frantically. To say we need a fire extinguisher. There's a fire at the house. So I'm thinking a little kitchen fire. I grabbed the fire extinguisher, go running up the hill, and my entire my parents' house was completely engulfed in flames. All three garages. There was a there was a car in the garage. that was a hybrid. So as you know, those batteries are don't you know. So it it basically annihilated my parents' home, burnt it to the ground.
3: Oh my poor father.
2: Um, he's passed away since, but. Um, he had, was suffering from dementia, so he'd, my mom, when she ran over, had left him alone in there. And he thought, in his mind, going outside and getting a fire hose, going back in to the exploding garage might be a good idea. So
3: oh my managing,
2: um, you know, elderly's home being burnt down and kind of managing their frantic behavior and then the aftermath of the you know, everything that burnt down and was lost – was part of kind of what um, I want to talk about today yeah. is, is why this book came to fruition and why it's so important.
3: Wow, that's crazy. Yep.
0: Mine was over Christmas too. I don't know where she was. I was, by, I was by myself in the house. I had Scrooged on the TV with Bill Murray. Yeah. And I, had, I was cooking something in the, on the, in the stove. And our living room and our kitchen are one big room and we have vaulted ceilings. Right. Probably what are they?
3: Twelve, the kitchen's 12 feet. The living room? Living room's 25
0: feet. 25 feet. This is an important part of the story. So I turn the burner on, and I'm watching, and then right in the scene where the ghost of Christmas past is coming in, no, excuse me, uh, future, Uh I walk into the bedroom to check on something, and I I got kind of sidetracked or whatever, and I was in there for a minute, and I come walking back out into the living room, and I couldn't see anything. Oh, no. There was a a cloud of black smoke. I mean, black from completely filled the room. From the stove? I had the oven on my the hands stove? and news from the stove. So what had happened was the oil had caught in fire, got so hot that one of the fan knobs, I guess, fell. It. This is how I saw this. That the fan knob fell from the top of the fan into that, th- that, that pan on the stove, caught fire. Yeah. Completely filled the house full of room, uh, full of smoke, excuse me. And I'm hands and knees going over there to see what happened. And finally, I get over there, and turn it off, and I look in there, and it's just that thing was in there, in there burning. I never that told anybody about that. to Yeah, she comes back, the knobs are burned off. Oh, our backsplash is white uh, granite and marble and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, black. You can still see it. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. You can still, that's what that is. And I mean, I'd clean that thing for hours trying to scrub that out of there, and I had all the doors open.
2: That's a new and, weather uh, look now.
0: Yeah, that happened to me. Y'all are just tearing up the house.
2: Yeah, we've, we've, ca- we've we tough, definitely man. have some stories. <laughs> we've been through a lot. Fire is no joke. Yeah. And it can engulf. I can tell you how that happened. And it happened so yeah. fast. Yep. Yeah.
0: How about you?
1: Man, I don't have any Good. crazy stories way. like that. You're too young. <laughs> you understand me? Keep it Just that way. live a few more years. Yeah, just your typical, like, maybe cooking pizza rolls in the oven too long
0: and uh, a little
2: fire, fire alarm goes yeah. off. <laughs> your younger
0: brother acts all, tries to blow up the microwave all the time with that macaroni and <laughs> cheese. He has actually I mean,
3: broken caught, the microwave, caught the microwave on fire because he caught it on fire. He forgets to put water, 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 water in, in the mac and cheese. cheese. He, the, you know, like the pre-little, the bowls that yeah. are pre-done and all you have to do is add water he forgets to add water and he just puts it in
0: he did he doesn't anymore
3: he's done it multiple times though and so now he just says so i will just not so the him out
0: and his friends are going to be like hey
3: yeah he will not <laughs> use the microwave anymore he's like i'm done well you learn from your mistakes <laughs> not from your successes
2: so yeah
0: that happened all right yeah, that's a good question yeah
3: that's a good one
0: this what you're what you're on here for awesome idea like i told you earlier it's probably one of the greatest ideas i've seen since the bible i mean i I have multiple of these laying around, but to put it all, condensing it all into one, great idea.
2: Well, Melanie's been, a, you know, I've been consulting with Melanie about this for years. So it's, it's, I'd say it's a good idea that took about six years to come to fruition. Um, well, since it's a great it, idea to take a little bit a time. It, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Especially when you're working on it, you know, alongside a full time job. So all right, let's
0: back everybody, back it up and let's introduce you to everybody and tell yeah. you how we, you and I met and, okay. and how we got here. Great. All right. So you're a Texas girl. You came into my life right when I got out of the Navy. Yeah. Correct? Uh,
2: Yes. Soon after the book, Lone Survivor, came out before the movie.
0: And what do you do for a living?
2: I'm an orthodontist. That's right. Yes. An awesome one. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. If you weren't on the other side of Texas, which is basically being on the other side of the earth, we'd probably be over there with you all the time. She
3: was actually working on Addie in the living room last night. I I had had
0: to do living room last night, and she's got a pair of pliers in there just... I hey, even It was <laughs> the uh, wire cutters, yeah. Yeah, just, cuticle
2: clippers. Yeah, cuticle yeah clippers. when when kids are in pain, I can uh, clip their wires and you know use household tools to do it. So.
0: See, I, <laughs> so, I'm the chauffeur in the family. I just took them to their orthodontist, which our orthodontist is great. I mean, oh, you yeah. walk in there and they got pictures of paintings of Ferraris everywhere. It's an experience. <laughs> I mean, like I enjoy going there. Yeah. But then they always try to get out of the whole braces concepts. And I feel like it, the we, kids we discuss. Do? Of course, yeah, yeah, it's a rite yeah. of passage. Sure. I mean, you're going to suffer a little bit with that metal. It, right. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. So backing up to how we met Sherry, Marcus and Sherry met right before Marcus and I met, um, like within six months or so. So I feel like our whole relationship, the three of us really evolved around the same time, but how did you actually, cause you, like we said, you're an orthodontist. How did you right. get into this world?
2: I always say that my experience with Marcus is probably very different than how he experienced it, because I, you know, you've, it's it's that way with everything, right? So for me, my my memory and and the importance that you have been in my life is was really a big shift from being a um, successful orthodontist career woman who went through life pretty much. Checking the boxes, following the rules, and doing everything in. I, as I look back now, I would say a bubble. So go to high school, go to college, go to dental school, go to ortho residency, get out, get a job, start your family, and um, not a lot of thought had ever gone into exactly how, or, or not. I don't want to say thought, but maybe appreciation or re, re, understanding of. So many things that had gone on around my life that I may not have been paying quite enough attention to as to how I was able to get to where I was and living the life I was living. Very, um, I felt um, very successful, very privileged, very comfortable. My kids lived a comfortable life. And one day locally in my town, um, I do like to do a lot of community service, and I had volunteered to help a military fundraiser event go Uh, happen. And I didn't know a lot about the military. No one in my family had served. So I probably could have, at the time I was about 40 years old and could name the four branches, but didn't really understand or know anybody first person who had served. So in preparation, I do, I'm also a a researcher. So in preparation for this event, I was going to help raise money for, I decided to read a book and the a Friend Recommended, Lone Survivor. Not the type of book I would have typically picked up, but I uh, was taking a trip, um, read it poolside, and it took me uh, maybe a day and a half to get through it and couldn't put it down and had was, was hit by this uh, pretty um, very profound sense of guilt that... I had not been paying enough attention to the people that go over and sacrifice so much for this life, or I'm reading this poolside at a resort. And what have I done for people like you? So the book was an kind of a brick wall for me. And as I went into this charity event, I thought, I need to use my skill sets a little differently. Um, I think there's something I could do here, but I didn't know what it was. So I, soon after, a couple of very close girlfriends were going through difficult times. Two of them happened to be going through divorce. Um, I, that would get the phone calls or the visits. And as they sort of walked through their troubles, my suggestion to them was take a look at this book, read this book, and then let's talk. And I wanted them to put their troubles in perspective. So if they think they're having a bad day, look at what a really bad day could look like. Mm -hmm. And these two friends had the same sort of reaction to the book that I did and said, I want to help you with this event that you're putting on because I now feel called to do something. This little group grew into five girls, five friends, very close friends to this day. And... We started, we wanted to use our collective skill sets to find a way not to start a charity or to raise money, but to start a movement, a campaign about putting yourself in their shoes. Empathy. How do you, how do we connect with this community that we don't know a lot about? None of us did. We had our own backstories and our own connections to military in our own way, but for the most part, we were all in the same place in life, ready to do something. So we came up with this creative idea to um, get a pair of combat boots, take a civilian, switch shoes with them, put them in the military shoes, symbolic and literal, and take a really good-looking image of this and show people, like, I'm standing in their shoes in solidarity with our military. We were at war at the time. This was 2009. 2009. So we were, were at the time. Marcus, you just... I just got back. You just Well, you just got back. Your book was out. Obviously, it was new. as a bestseller. Um, you, in my mind, were an untouchable or unreachable celebrity. It would have never... No plans to get to know Marcus at the time. Just really wanted to do my part in my little sector the That Texas of the world. thing
0: cuts through a lot. Mm-hmm. It
2: does. It does. So what was interesting is we started this um, movement or this campaign of putting yourself in their shoes, and we started... Six degrees of separation, finding people of influence. So, celebrities: Joe Nichols, Casey Musgraves, Charlie Daniels. I remember seeing that
0: when he he came online. Dolly,
2: Rick Perry. Yeah, Rick Rick Perry's on the first and and that's how how it started. We just we we sort of inspired by the Got Milk ads. You know, what if we did this repeat image of celebrities putting themselves in their shoes and using, you know, exploiting their their fan base to see it. And it worked, and we started getting phone calls like crazy. And it, the first phone call we got after that first series of photos was taken was from Rick Perry, yeah. and he said, "How quickly can you get to the Capitol? I want to get my boots on." And that was where that tagline came from. Of course. So we started a move. that man. We, uh, that man, <laughs> amazing. That I, I know. You know you yeah. Me with him. Yeah. Very grateful. So, that's that's where the the movement started, and and. Over the course of the next few months, um, the the campaign started getting some attention and some attention was – there were some bad actors getting – it was getting attention from those that wanted to take the campaign, use the campaign a little bit differently than what we had envisioned. So when I asked those people to stop sharing the photos because they were doing it without permission and sort of making them look, not look in great light, um, I got a phone call that was came, to, in my mind, was a little bit scary and threatening. And I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't know anybody to call except for one military former general, three-star Leroy Sisko. General Leroy, who knows everybody. Who knows everybody. Called General Leroy Sisko, I, I know that I was in tears at the moment because I was frightened by the phone call. And he said, stay where you are. Don't move. I'm going to call you back in five minutes. And the next, in, within five minutes or less, my phone rang, and it was you. And it was the guy that inspired my movement and recognized your voice from um, interviews I'd seen you do. And your words to me were, I just got a phone call from General Cisco." And I understand I need to make some heads roll. Tell me what happened.
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised what a general can get done.
2: I know. <laughs> so we talked and uh, we went through it. It really ended up being not a, not a big deal. send me
0: in for my specialty. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Right. And you said at the end of that conversation, I want to help you with this boot campaign. When can you come down and take my photo? And that was, that was when we met. Yeah.
3: What so month was that?
2: That was March of 2010, and Morgan had just deployed the day before. That's right. So we I didn't get. I, I didn't get to meet Morgan. You were living at in, in uh, Huntsville, right. at mom's uh, at the ranch, the ranch, and in, you yeah. in, the, in the Seal House.
0: I was living with my mom.
2: <laughs>
3: you were. You I were. got my ass
0: kicked so bad they sent me back to my mother. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fine. That happened to me.
3: Yeah. You were in your own house though. Yeah. But it we didn't matter.
0: My friends don't see it like that. <laughs>
3: but we did a great
2: photo shoot and it was really the start to a magical future for getting people inspired and you were a great microphone and voice and you, you know you've always been such a support for military causes and... Um, That's when everything started speeding up. It
3: really did, yeah. And the boot yeah. campaign just caught on Took like wildfire st- I mean, after yes, that. It did. I mean, to the UFC, to the Sons of Anarchy. To the to- Shamu
2: trainers at SeaWorld. Yeah. You know, just the Rock at them on. The Is Rock, rock? Yeah. the Dolly, Dolly Parton.
3: Parton um, and you
0: get Dolly In something. I mean, what are we even talking about, right? There were
3: so many people supporting the movement. And then I met you in June. So Uh just a few months later. A few months later. Um, In June of 2010 at the first gala. Mm -hmm. Um, And my dad had met you before. Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, And so I had heard about you and I was excited to meet you because dad thought the world of you. And I just immediately fell in love with all of the boot girls.
0: Oh, there's some.
1: Ah, sleep. It's that relaxing oasis we all crave, right? But let me tell you, no matter how many hours of sleep I'd get, I'd always wake up tired for some reason. It was frustrating and I really didn't know the reason why until I found shh Tape and everything changed. Shh Tape is by far the most comfortable mouth tape out there. And don't let the sound of that deter you at all. Mouth tape is actually a super simple and comfortable tape that goes over your mouth while you sleep and it really does help, especially if you snore, toss and turn, or wake up tired. Say goodbye to sleep and hello to a new night's rest with shh tape. And here's the best part. Shh tape is offering an amazing deal just for our listeners. Go visit Shtape.com and use our code TNQ50 to get a whopping 50% off your purchase. So what are you waiting for? And sleep tonight with shh tape. The better way to mouth tape. Connect with our Instagram and Facebook at shh underscore tape and share your success stories. Visit shhtape.com and use TNQ50 for 50% off. Sleep tight, my friends.
0: That's a great crew. It's a special. That's, how about that?
2: Spe- and we're we're still so they're close so amazing. And, yeah, everyone with a great heart, intention, all in this. You know, incentives and values align. And even though we live in different places and we don't see each other um, every day, the closeness and the bond that we have, that mm-hmm. shared bond, has been tremendously valuable in my life. I got one of them. Still shows up here all the time. I know, <laughs> Maria. I think she, yeah, I think she has a room. have. We're blessed to have her. I uh, believe me, she's I mean, special. Once, yeah,
3: she's so, special. Can you give us some highlights of what the Boot Campaign accomplished during your tenure there? Yeah, so
2: you know, it, the Boot Campaign is a national charity now, and it's um, doing some great things for the mental health space of veterans, raising a lot of money. Oh, it's grown and changed. It's so grown So we're talking about changed, from this yes. is where we started. Yeah, I would have to say my skill set's more in the awareness and excitement side um, of There's nothing wrong with something of growing like, it,
0: like all of those charities yeah, that we were in did.
2: right. I'm not a fundraiser, not my skill set. That It needed to go in the hands of people that were better with that, but it wasn't designed to be a charity originally. It was really designed to be a movement and, mm-hmm. a, and, a, and a mindset change and a patriotic awakening. So how do you how do you become a patriot and really love this country and love the people that that sacrifice so much for that? So it was a little something that five girls did that we thought was just happening local to where I live. that became a big thing nationally once, really once Hollywood got behind it. Yeah. And it when the
0: suns it, grabbed hold of it, yeah, and that whole thing of right. going.
2: And the beauty, I think, of the group was that we were let, it may have, you know, it seemed like we were chasing celebrity for the sake of being close to celebrity, but really our goal was to exploit them in the benefit of the military. Like they've got a fan base, the least they can do.
0: we weren't chasing anybody. We were in there with them.
2: Right. It's almost we like... Got,
0: we got put in there together right. when all that was going down. Right. And, and
2: I saw them... Together. You could see the difference when those that were doing it for their own image and those that were really doing it because they cared. And the ones we that had... We worked with long-term. I mean, those 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 people... Um, I still to this day have so much respect for Zach Brown and... Um, the sons, the rodeo. The, the, oh my we gosh, yeah, you know, you I mean, he genuinely yep. would do anything, and there was no um, How about that crew. Yeah, I'm telling you. So, I have such great memories of some great people that stepped up and did. Troy Aikman, another one who just stepped up oh. and did it for with without <laughs> him too. Him Xo,
3: man,
1: that
2: yep. whole
3: crew. The yep. actors of Lone Survivor all did it on set. yo yeah, oh yeah. They all took pictures. And, yep, um, Mark Wahlberg. Yep. On set. Yep. The Rock. Uh, yeah,
0: we spend all day talking about their goodness. So, Let's talk bad about them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I kind of compare it to USO, even though I mean they, you're not going overseas, sure. but it is this awareness. But you would also host these events where veterans would come out of the woodworks to attend. They would and see. and they got to be a part of, mm-hmm. and they like molded with the celebrities. Correct. So it was a really neat kind of spinoff of. The USO, right. really. Yeah. I well, think
0: then that just started happening everywhere. It, it did. just wasn't what, what we did. I mean, that started happening everywhere. I'd run across my guys and be like, hey, man, you have been here to so-and-so? I met so-and-so? I was like, no. He goes, "Man, They're doing this thing, and it's it's amazing.
2: Yeah. So, we we it, well, I have to give credit to the the cast of the Sons of Anarchy. That was a really unique story. We The, the five boot girls that had... Um, we had sort of made our little wish list. One day, we just sat down for fun and said what would be the top five... Um, influencer we could chase and see if we could get to them and get them excited about our campaign and of course heathers was all sports related and uh leanne's was a little bit more politically related george bush etc and mine was um i had started watching this show in season one called sons of anarchy at the time this is years ago and um not a super well-known show but I, had, I was hooked. And um, so I was like, man, there's this biker show that, that I grabs love. It does. We've
0: been watched three seasons in a row.
2: So I made a cold call to the uh, PR director at FX Network. And he returned my call and he said, So let me get this straight. What you want me to do is you want me to get this cast of 25 on set in costume, wearing these boots all on the same day for a photo shoot. And I said, Yeah, I do. <laughs> and he said, Well, Number one, we're on hiatus. Nobody's filming right now. Number two, this, they, we film in little sections. Yeah. No, we're never together all at once and we're never all in costumes. So this isn't going to happen. And I said, take my name and number if you ever would like to. It's, it's a really great cause. I think that it would love to see some f- version of this go down. It was three months later that same guy's name is Dominic called me. And said, hey, do you remember that photo you asked me for? And I sa- said, yes. He said, I think if you could get a photographer and 25 pairs of boots here in these various sizes by Wednesday, I can make it happen in costume on set. Took a deep breath, like I do, and said, it will be done.
3: I now to I had that guy, to fi- though,
0: for remembering that? Yeah. Doing you remember that? Dominic? No, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Doing yeah, that? yeah.
2: Yeah, no, he, and so we had to, it was a little bit crazy getting it done, flew Maria out there, had to get the boots, but it was real, and, and if, yeah, if send in Maria. you know, we gotta Hunter, you, gotta, for that. You, you gotta put that shot up and show your audience what that looks like, yeah. that was probably that. one of the most, um, because it was organic, it was real, and every single cast member then said, we will do a. We will lead a bike rally. We did three or four mm-hmm. um, motorcycle led Sons we're of Anarchy bike that, rallies out of that.
3: That was that was cool. the
0: coolest biker gang I've ever hung out with, <laughs> and I rode around with the Angels, and they were there.
3: Uh, yes, and yeah, they yeah. fell in line. I mean,
0: yeah. we rode down when we sh- when they shut that LA freeway down, and yes. we were five across with the with the son- with the Anarchy boys right. going down. That is one of the coolest things I've ever it been really a part was. of.
2: Yeah, agreed, agreed. Great memory. Every,
0: it was, and I, I think about it. I just I remember looking across, seeing Charlie and all them guys just riding, and just thinking, and Kim and all of them like, yeah. man, what? The, how did the hell did Kim we Kits, get here, yeah. man?
3: It okay. was really cool, and I, not a biker person at all, could be the furthest from any of my interests. But being part of that, it was a really special moment, and just seeing how y'all just. Dominated the area, like shutting the highway down. Ah,
0: dude, we, I remember driving, thinking all the people on the side trying to get on the freeway. Was like, man, they're California's got to be pissed.
2: <laughs> yeah, this, <right? laughs>
3: the traffic light. <laughs> it was really oh, yeah. cool. So the boot campaign went through a lot of different phases we and did. changes. We and did, yep. When did the boot girls step back and hand it over to? To uh, real to real fundraisers yeah. and to
2: real real um, well I think that we built into it since none of us ever started this to become a job a day job a full time um, we you know none of us ever took on a salary we just it was all volunteer we sat on the board and we had put into the bylaws that the board limits were ten years so after ten years we started dropping off the board and handing it off and and, and um, sort of had our decade of of the, All in volunteer time, which it can be somewhat drinking from a fire hose, especially when it's getting a lot of attention. And so we knew when it was our time to step back and let professionals run it. Yeah, That's a long time. Yeah, it is. That's putting work in for charity. Yeah. But remember, we didn't start out to be a charity. I get that. So we sort of... But I mean,
0: supporting the troops. I'm talking about charity as as just one of your virtues.
2: Correct. Yes. And it, it comes naturally. People are like, how can I help? And of course, money is always a help but it was better in the hands of, of, of people that know how to better allocate those dollars to the right causes. i am always said I'm not the best at knowing what the military needs for help, um, so I'm going to put that in the hands of those that have a little bit more close um, connection. I love what the boot cams, boot campaign's doing now. I'm a big proponent for mental health. Um, when you
0: see the signs everywhere in the cities, yeah. parks, barbecue cook-offs, stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you roll through it and just, yeah, it's in there.
2: I mean, Marcus, you're you're on a you were on a boot campaign ad running down on a 18-wheeler truck. Yes, going down still. the road. Me yeah, and Mr. Rigby. Yeah. You and Rigby, yeah. How about that? Uh-huh. That's from that original boot shoot we did when I came down that first time. Scott we met did you. that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Scott O'Neill. How mm-hmm. about you know, him? Oh, great, gr- great, great guy. That was
0: the, meeting all those people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keeping friends with them. Mm-hmm. And what they, that, yep. that was the, that was it brought the a best really thing that came good, out of that.
2: Really good group of people, and I've friendships and. I mean, not just friendships, family yeah. for a lifetime out of that experience. And you know, you go through life, things happen, good and bad, and that has always been the family that has been there for me. And through good times and bad, and so I, I feel like there was a higher purpose for us all coming together. Um, I think we did change some lives, ch- change some lives, and did some great things. We were
0: we always had a great time.
2: We always had a great time. Whatever kind
0: of day it, it, or year you're having, yeah, whenever yeah. we would do something and, and throw down like that, it was yeah. always a great time.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was. And y'all were even part of our wedding. I mean, all the boot girls were at our wedding. Maria, we all like to take credit
2: for y'all meeting. You do know that.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't go anywhere without them.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maria was our photographer. She still does our photography. Mm-hmm. She did has taken pictures of Hunter since he was 12 years old, and still, mm-hmm. I just, I love how we're all still a family. Yeah. I mean, it's not just a friendship. We're all still very much a family. And um, And I'm going to talk about Ginger. Ginger's special too. Ginger's like the glue. I would say, you know, when you get five
2: girls and everyone has a very unique and very different skill set from creative Maria to event planning, Heather Leanne, there was had to be a glue. And I would say Ginger was the fifth glue that kept us all together during all difficult times, good times, also also Mm -hmm. so much fun, and voice of reason always. And and Heather and
3: Leanne. I mean, Heather's so spunky and has just the best energy and light coming from her, and she can just make anybody – like, if she's asked you to do it, you're going to do it because (laughs) she's just full of light and happiness. Um, Leanne is like – she just gets stuff done. Yeah, she's and she has a huge heart. Um, I just all of y'all or yeah, y'all are all great. Truly unique skill sets, but yeah. we came
2: together and worked, and and so that was how we met. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing,
3: but um, or it was a small thing that became a big thing. So after you past the torch Mm -hmm. for a boot campaign, you went back to what you knew as normal life, your normal life, which always was, you know, I'd maintain normal life, but, but I was raising kids.
2: And so the, um, the demand on my time had just gotten a little bit too much. And so I kind of slowed down, went back to, um, spending more time, uh, away from volunteer work and away from travel and more time at home. Um, growing and or continuing on my orthodontic practice. I was about in my 15th year, I would say, 10th, 15th year, second decade of doing that, which I love. Um, started to grow that. I'm uh, still a practicing orthodontist. I brought my, my niece, is now my partner, so I've, I've grown that, opened a second office, and trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel here for uh, slowing down retirement and doing some other things, because as you know, I'm a project girl. I love to yes. do things that I'm passionate about. <laughs> Um, I, I love my day job, but I also really like to stay um, creative and keep my mind strong and fresh and re- you know, learn. I love to be a student of new things. And so um, I, it, now my time is spent uh, getting my kids launched. So They're in college now. And working towards getting a little bit more freedom to travel more and do some other things that I love um, with a little bit of orthodontics on the side. Yeah. Is that how you got this done? That's how I got this done. took six years, but that's how
3: I got this done. So let's talk about that. Okay. Um, You created the Jick book. Yeah. So in front of us
2: is a book that is, um, I was, the story behind this book is I I am the mother of two children, husband of a physician who's um, – emergency-based, so very, very uh, – a lot of hospital time. A lot of the executive function of my family falls on my shoulders, and I start – I was jogging. I I was on vacation one time. I was jogging, and I thought, man, I have got to write so much down because if something happens to me, my family is going to be very, very lost. So I came up with the name Book. For standing for just in case, JIC was an acronym my kids were using a lot at the time, and I thought, yeah, this, they were. My kids were, yeah. For just JIC, in case, yeah, they, it would show up in a, okay, in, just a in, in a, case, a text.
0: That's not what it meant, Set. is what I'm saying. Oh, no, that's no, what okay. it meant. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I thought I'm going to call this JIC book, and I'm going to I'm going to create it for my family, and you know what? If it's good, I'm going to make it available to more people. Mm-hmm. So I drove, I, I jogged back to the resort, went straight up to the pool. And said to my husband, I've got an idea. What do you think? And he goes, I love it. Of course, this is someone who, if you asked him what the password is to the bank account, he'd have no idea. So, of no. course, yeah. he thought it was a good idea. <laughs> so, I started putting laying out the details of life in today's day and age with everything digital, with password protections and all of this. There's so much information we just keep in our oh, heads. Oh, that's what and we're we heading towards, we too. You, yep. Then I started interviewing my friends. Melanie, I think I came to you and I said you've got a complicated life. Where do you keep everything? And not not to, you know, and I I don't know. I didn't love your answer because I thought, are you sure that's safe? You know, and you guys know, I'm not going to say it now, but you you, you know, you told me kind of how you kept things. Mm -hmm. You're like, Melanie are very much alike with our organizational skills. And I was like, you don't use a password protector or this, that, and the other. And and, um, so
3: I, but I also said that I keep a
2: notebook. You did, you did, yes. but I, my brain was like, okay, what happens if that notebook falls into the wrong hands? How mm-hmm. safe is this? This is big stuff here. So, so that you were an ins- part of that problem was what I was trying to solve as I put this book together. Now, a couple things about the book: I, I researched what's out on the market, and there are some some pieces on the out there on the market. One is actually on Oprah's favorite things list this year, called. You're dead now, or you're, now you're dead. What now, or something mm. like that? Strange, it's a
3: horrible names.
2: Well, strange branding, but it is a bound book. So I think if anything changes, you've got to rip a page out, or you got to scratch it out. This is a notebook with three ring binder, so that you can get new pages and update them regularly. It's narrative form, so it's a journal. You can talk to this book exactly how you would want to talk to your family. So if you want to answer one of the prompts in a way that would only make sense, Melanie, to you, to Marcus, Melanie, from you to Hunter or vice versa, you get to tell the book exactly what you want it to say in the way that you want to say it. And it's prompted you in completeness so that everything your family needs to know is all there. Mm -hmm. There will not be... You can leave breadcrumbs to... The data or you can put the data right in the book, but that depends on how safe you're going to protect that book. If you're just going to put it on your bookshelf in your library, you may want to leave breadcrumbs to the d- to the data. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put it in a safe or safety deposit box, you can just put the passwords right in there if you'd like. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: there's so much more that could go into that. Because when we when we took control of Valhalla, it came with a book.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, I, I, I never anticipated this, but if I had – which was a binder just like this – and if I, I had no idea how many different types of light bulbs there are in a house.
2: Okay, yeah. Oh, how many yeah. different yeah. types that of
0: air filters and right. the sizes what, that you need in the house. And I always forget that. And when I go buy them and, and stuff like that, I was like, okay, the where the water shutoff you? valve in the damn house? You know, that stuff that, that you just gets overlooked. Like, what, what right. breaker system for guys? Sure. And for, so from your house to your car, what's your license plate number? Most people don't know that. Right. You know, through your social security stuff, like that important stuff that you keep in the freezer, this top secret, yeah, you can code those. And then there's some of the stuff like, hey, just what's the freaking Wi-Fi password? Or what's this? Right. That kind of deal. Right. It's, you just, you overlook it, but all you have to do is write it down one time.
2: Right. And the book coaches you on if you want to keep all your passwords in an encrypted password keeper, such as LastPass, and then you just put the main master code into this JIC book. You can do it that way, or you can put all your codes in there. It's really however you want to customize it um, we deliberately did not make this a digital product because we are still fearful that this information is so sensitive that a lot of people would be fearful of of putting it out there in today's day and age. And I mm-hmm. think with cyber attacks, that's just getting worse. <laughs> that is the opposite. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: About halfway into the creationist book was when my parents' house burned down and they lost everything. So all of the information for my parents' estate was gone. We had to recreate it. Um, a year later my father passed away and so my mom was left with very little details She there was life insurance that he had had from past jobs that she didn't know about and it took us a lot of time to hunt all that down get everything into the book had my father had in, when he was um, of clear mind or he was um, cognitively able to get all this in one place had a jit in his day and age it would have been super helpful for my mom and a lot easier yeah. to, to navigate especially so. for
0: kids
1: did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every single dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from any other retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is only good through April 30th, so get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024... Validated by the Radius Global Market Research, investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. You must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA is available to U.S. customers in good standing.
3: Like my great uncle died uh, a year and a half ago, and he handled everything, all of the bills. That's the biggest problem is one, all, one person does everything. Correct. Yeah, yeah, he handled everything, and my um, and he had a different password for yeah. every single account. And my great aunt, I mean, these are this couple is in their eighties, and she didn't know where to start, and f- and actually dropped into like a state of panic. Sure. Because she in another problem is her name wasn't on anything. They had been married since the '50s, and her name wasn't on one thing.
2: So It was very difficult, and
3: it was a very yep. difficult oh. time in her life. I mean,
0: you got to shut everything down.
3: If yeah. there's a one unique
2: thing about this book, I want to point out oh. is there's one page in the um, in the beginning of that called "Circle of Trust." And there's one page where you can just put you list five people who know the most about you. So it may be family member, it might be uh, work, it might be your office manager. But whoever is the five people that would know the most needs to go into that book with their contact information. Well, you know, one in my book is just the one person who I I, I own some cryptocurrency. And there's n- not many people close to me that know how to access that, certainly not my family. Mm-hmm. So I've had to add a, a name in that circle of trust who I know will be able to interpret all of that and access that cryptocurrency on behalf of my family, and I trust them. So their name is in my circle of trust, and that's uh, one more unique importantly, piece There needs
0: that. to be somebody on this planet that knows everything about you. Yeah. yeah, it takes a lot of stress off of you.
2: It mm-hmm. is, but if there's
0: something that you try to keep from, I mean, just there, have a friend like that. True, it helps.
2: True, mm-hmm. but it's rare that somebody know everything. You're gonna yeah. have, you know, you're gonna piece that together. So, so this is a great way of doing that. It isn't, um, you know, people want to put this type of stuff off. Um, we tried to design it less about death or less about passing on to the next generation. This is valuable now. This is a valuable if you, it, it, you know, you're flooding. Fire, hurricane. waterproof? No, not waterproof. Need to put it in something waterproof. But oh, they, they
0: got paper you, now that the I, on there.
2: The idea is that you would grab this if you had to leave. You take it with you if your house is burning down. Be the, f- only, the first thing you grab is your jig book. Mm-hmm. And it would have everything in one place. You know that
0: drawer that everybody puts their junk in? Yeah. We have three of them.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness, I can't imagine. Yeah, but you're gonna go, which drawers? You Jake, I
0: shortness? we have three of those. Topics. I'm pretty sure there's much more than three. Okay, there's four. I didn't want to bring it up on national television, but we have four. <laughs> My point with that is, is, you know, I got a lot of kids. It's, it's ridiculous. But one of those drawers should hold this.
2: It should hold this. Yes, it absolutely should. But you have just told us that
3: it's going to be in your drawer, so no, maybe we'll put it somewhere it'll up. definitely go in this safe. Yeah. Um.
2: It, every time this is, runs across the awareness of a CPA or a financial planner or a mm-hmm. lawyer that, that or deals with clients, they're like, oh, my gosh, if my clients would just fill this out, my job would be so much easier. Oh, yeah. So it just mm. they're asking for. That this stuff. These to the give
0: these seniors in high school.
2: Yes, yes, yes. There,
0: there needs to be one of those classes. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't. I mean, education is a whole different department altogether. I mean, topic. Yeah, we can Craig. talk about that all day long. Right. But there needs to be one class in your school teaching you how to do cool stuff.
3: Yep. yep. Sherry, that should be a secondary, jick type book. Is for the new grads. For the new grads, like when to, to when to file taxes, how to. Yeah, that's a great question. I do think that'd hey, be very so better.
1: when you Hunter. left from
0: high school and went to college for the first time, you went to LSU, that is a, a school for sure. hmm I mean, we cut the cord off of you and sent you out that way. <laughs> Was it overwhelming in the beginning? It's not overwhelming if you find the right group. And I feel like that's a good answer you gave us. Did you see that?
3: Yeah. It's well, and for Hunter, you went from a school of like 25 people in your graduating class To LSU, I think for someone that graduates from a normal high school, it wouldn't be as over. It's still overwhelming, but you specifically—that was a huge jump.
1: But I always wanted to get out of that and go to a different place.
3: Yeah, yeah. So
1: I was I was overwhelmed, but excited. What was some of the
0: stuff you ran into that was a problem when you got there? Getting food. Uh, gas, I mean, they have
1: out. they've got food and and gas all over there the place. There are no issues. The, <laughs> yeah, everything's perfect Hunt for you, pal. Yeah.
2: He,
3: <laughs> well, I remember good for you, son. when we like when we went up for a couple of times, like right as school was starting. I took you to the local post office. We got you a little yeah, box. so people don't have like, people
0: to show them around like that.
1: Yeah.
3: Yes. yes, it would be
1: getting used to the layout of the land was probably the the most. Difficult thing to first overcome, but I mean, once you get the hang of it, then it's really not bad.
2: But Hunter, you're just a big glass of lemonade. There's never <laughs> lemons for you. I mean, it all you've always been that way. Just a big glass of lemonade.
1: <laughs> I've never heard that probably, before. Yeah, I haven't heard that probably one probably either, another. but yeah. you're, uh, you're probably not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about
0: it. You know yeah. what? You're not wrong.
2: Well, well uh, this uh, version of the book, I think every is a great wedding gift, a great yes. graduation from college gift, great um a new baby, new fam you know, as families grow. Gosh, the, the, the relief you feel when everything is down and in one place. So when I leave town or I'm taking, you know, my husband and I are leaving town, I leave this book and I tell my children, it sounds almost morbid, but I always make sure they're thinking about the Jig book just in case. Mm-hmm. In case Something happens
0: you don't say it like you say, just in case. I know. I mean, that's, the, that's the thing. Then the, those will correlate.
2: Yeah. And he, it's got a place for letters if you want to actually. Um, it, the other unique thing about the book is it's broken down into three sections. So section one is your most critical stuff, most of the stuff's in your head. You've got to get it out of your head and into that book for Melanie to know and vice versa. Um, if you just make it through section one, your family's already better off. Section two takes a little bit of time because it wants more account numbers. You probably want to take a month and save up all the statements that come in the mail. So you have it in one place. Sit down and get section two done. It's very detailed on where everything is. Stuff you don't have in your head, you need to refer. Section three is your wishes and desires, stories, the things you want people to know. So, Section three is the bonus, the extra details about this is this is really what matters to me, and I'd like to tell this story to my family. So we designed it that way so that you, in priority, can work through
3: a third of the book and still feel okay. The full book, awesome. It'd be a great retirement gift, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People that are just now starting to think about... Okay, what do we do? My mother's
2: a widow now, and she doesn't... Every piece of mail that she gets that's relevant to finance, she puts in her junk yeah,
0: you want to give somebody a good present? Fill this sucker out for them.
2: Yeah, well, yeah.
0: That True. First part, those first yeah. couple
2: parts? Oh, yeah. Help them through it. Help them through it? Yep.
0: Like When we when I want something done, especially like out here working around, I'll start with one thing. I want to clean the whole back area back out of there. But I, I just don't have enough time to do that. So every day I go through that, I do one thing. I'll remove one thing. Okay. And then... Before you know it, it's done.
2: Right. You look good. So, back.
0: like when I read the Bible, I read one page a day. Mm-hmm. I was like, with this, with soon. something you want, yeah, right? Yep. So, if there's something that you want to get after, you break it down to the lowest common. I don't care what you're trying to do. Right. Start small and then work your way up.
2: So, you'll fill that out one page at
3: a time?
0: Yeah, one question at a time.
3: Okay. I like just it. Just like that. Hey, you'll get there. Well, we can do it together. It'd be a good marriage thing just to do mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm.
0: Go. We were talking about that at the end of the day. Was like, have you ever watched the the movies where they play the the, the couples play the marriage game? Like uh-huh. they ask them personal questions oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. That I think that is just the the greatest teacher. I was like, you just need. To, we literally got that game, sat down, and started asking each other questions mm-hmm. to find out stuff we didn't it's know. It's Almost
2: like the Newlywed Show. Do you remember that yeah. game of course. show?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was great. That it's a great way to learn about your right. Your, Your teammate, your spouse, your wife is is sitting down and freaking asking
3: questions. Sometimes the answers change over time, so it's good to continue to do it because your Mm -hmm. interests change, you grow. Right. And I've already had to update my jake book multiple
2: times as a property is sold. I need to get that off there and something's pot, but put that in there. Mm -hmm. So it's an ongoing activity for me and uh, have become very dedicated to it and I get the sense of relief That I have and my family has, knowing it's there, we refer to it all the time.
3: Okay, so how did you actually get everything onto paper with a flow to take the idea down
2: to to an actual product? Well, I
3: didn't do it by myself.
2: Um, So when I um, came up with this idea, I came home from that vacation, and one of my really good friends, her name is Veronica, is my co um, partner on this project. She was, in bed sick with she'd just been diagnosed with lupus and she'd had a pretty lengthy hospital stay and was in bed could barely get out and I went for a visit took her some food crawled in bed with her and basically said you know what we need A project for you, something to to just get your mind off this and sick
0: and in bed. You know what you need.
2: You need to work. You need to work, work, (laughs) girl. So good job, Veronica's a very good writer, and I knew that I had for the skill set for me was the content and what needed to go in it. But I don't have. I'm not a writer, and I didn't feel like my voice would be um, the way I would want this presented. And she has an eye for. Marketing and the look. So Veronica put a voice to this book. Uh, It looks the way that it does because of her and she's in charge of all the PR and marketing and all the things that um, she's, so she's my, my, my partner on this and I couldn't have done it without her. And it's been a lot of fun because she is the sort of the flip side of me, whereas I handle a lot of the executive function in the family. She felt like if something happened to her husband, she'd know nothing. Mm -hmm. So she was sitting in the other seat. And so together. I wanted to get what was out in my head down on paper, and for her, she wanted her husband to get down what was in his head on paper for her to be able to get mm-hmm. involved in it, and it really brought them together in that way. So our story is written in the front of this book um, uh, about her and I and the different things that we've gone through and different motivations for why the two of us together were really good partners on this project. So Veronica, um, uh, she's not here today, good but job, girl. Yeah. she's a, a big part of it.
3: That's awesome! I love that.
2: Great project. Um, excited to get it, you know, out there. And I think a lot of the financially minded um, leaders, Dave Ramsey's of uh, yeah. the world. Oh, it's, different. it's a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Knowledge. a mm-hmm. yeah. right. So, hopefully, um, you guys will be the. So you're really the first publicity that we've been doing. So appreciate the opportunity, and hopefully, we'll be um, uh, having some stories to get yeah. uh, some. Watch this thing grow a little bit
0: over time. I'm going to grab the book for Valhalla and transfer it in there. Yeah.
3: yeah, bring it in. Yeah, we have a notebook, but I don't have, like, it just has copies of our driver's license, our passports. Stuff
0: written in the margins, old passwords have been one line, you know, yeah. all okay. that kind they of stuff. they probably aren't a, any good anymore. Anyway, right, exactly. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the passwords expire. Well,
2: mm-hmm. no, they'll make you they update. Make you yeah, it. they'll make you change uh, it. it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is oh great. yeah, yeah. That's
0: one thing we brought this up. If, like, I don't know that stuff. All
2: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep.
0: So if something happened, I'd have to shut everything down. Right. I'd have to reboot the entire a, system, and it yeah. take
2: you a while to yeah. get into everything because <laughs> you can't what...
0: shut some of it down if you don't have the passwords.
2: Correct. And then you got to go one by one. one by one. So you're gonna spend a lot of time on the phone. A lot I of time. I heard some one
0: of those guys with that Bitcoin or something lost. He's got. Oh yeah.
2: He
0: yeah. Forgot yep. his password. Oh yes. And it deletes after a certain amount of time. Anyone. <laughs> that with... might be one of the craziest stories I've heard in a while.
2: Yep. Cryptocurrency, big deal because a lot of people. That's that's a challenging world to navigate. I so mean, that's a crazy you... story. It is. He yeah. Lost what? That probably B- billions. worth billions.
0: You yourself, something in there, locked in there. Yeah,
2: and I think he only had like ten tries right. to. He was on his last one. If that's, if you're
0: gonna do treasure, at least be tangible. bury if, it in the water. We can get to it. We're. we're if freaking, that
2: story is fully true, uh, yeah. No, that's crazy it's not, it's great stories. Internet right. tale. Yeah,
0: whatever we call those.
2: Right. So that's kind of where we are today, and I love it. Well, thank you yeah, for good. sharing that. Oh, Thanks yeah. For Thanks for letting. Yes, thank you. Thanks for, having for everything me you've on.
0: always done for us in the military, and it's been just an absolute pleasure to be in your life.
2: Oh, I, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel like I've done much. I just it just that's comes great from the heart. You have a good time. Yeah, it's just natural. Friends, that's what we do. You are a project person. I'm a project person. Yeah.
3: You always yeah. have your hands yep. in a million things. Actually, one of my favorite projects that. You started and handed off was buying the car wash for your son. Oh gosh, yeah. I think that's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. There's this janky car wash (laughs) on a corner, janky, yeah, across the street from her kid's high school, school. right? Mm -hmm. And it was up for sale. You buy it, yep, and you hand it over to your son and said build this business. Build this yeah. business. Yeah. And he's in high school. Yeah. Well, I so I, I like to say I
2: have a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit inside me and I, I wanted I've noticed the younger generation these days there's not much job opportunities out there for them. I mean, it's even hard for them to get a job sacking groceries. It's just tougher out there than it was when when and when I was in that their age. So I did. I, I thought, well, my son has a lot of this in this entrepreneurial spirit. That's what he says he would like to do his business. and so found this very little falling apart car wash near his school. and I thought and it was offered at a at a pretty low price. Um so I thought, if I bought that and allowed him and his friends to turn it around, work it, and learn how to build a business. Um, this was not one of these multi-million dollar what, right. car wash channels. It was a do-it-yourself, and it had one automatic unit you could drive in touchless system. So I bought the, the, the land and the car wash, re- invested a little bit in new equipment, and then turned these, this, my son and three of his friends from school loose on it, all hard workers. And they ran that thing for two years. Um, to the two, the last two years of their high school days, um, were you, in a car wash. You have to show up every day. That thing gets, you know, it's not, it's, a, it's a twenty-four hour open. So you had to go clean it, blow it, keep it running, functional. You know, and customers aren't always nice when they, you know, lose twenty 50 cents, twenty-five cents <laughs> in the in the coin machine. So they had to understand customer service and how to be polite and. Um, one, and, and, and they did it and they, I mean, they did it flawlessly. You know, I just didn't have to, I thought, oh, this is going to probably land on me and I'm going to have to, and they did it just flawlessly. They handled the car wash. They learned how to grow a business. I, I, I had them run the books, do the payroll. Um, they all had great jobs, summer jobs and during school jobs. They also had other jobs as well. Cause it wasn't full time. But it was a great experience, and when they all left for college, we just put it on the market and sold it and made money, and they all got little bonuses from the sale. So it was fun. It was was a nice little investment, but more importantly, it was a good exercise, and I'm blessed to be able to invest in something like that. I do realize that, again, going Mm -hmm. back to... My connection with you, Marcus, in that reading that book is—I um, do realize how fortunate I am to have the job that I have. Do do and 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 have the ability to invest in something like that for my children. But it's really important to me that they are hands-on. They do the work. And, yeah, there's and so, a difference
3: between just buying, giving your kids money. Yeah, no, no. And then actually teaching them Correct. how to run something right. and right. how to to operate a business. And that
2: was my goal. And I ask him. Every, I ask him often, you know, was that worthwhile? And he's, well, I didn't love running a car wash. I know I don't want to do that. But, yeah, well, I learned a lot. And,
0: That's um, how you learn that. Yeah, you, exactly. you learn
2: what you don't want to do. So right. really proud of him. He's a student up at OU now and um, studying business. So it'll be fun to see where things turn out. And hopefully that will be Red. something. Good he, job, buddy. Yeah.
1: Valentine's Day is almost here, and if you're looking to add a little extra spark to cap off your romantic night, let me introduce you to one of my favorite surprises, Joy Mode. Joy Mode's sexual performance booster isn't just another gift, it's an unforgettable experience, and trust me, you and your partner definitely won't regret it. Guess what? You can enjoy 20% off and free shipping when you use code TNQ at usejoymode.com Finally, move on from those sketchy gas station pills and treat yourself to a nice supplement that you can actually trust. No prescription needed. Joy Mode's sexual performance booster, it's kind of like a pre-workout, but for the bedroom. Sure, you can do it without it, but whenever you try it with it, there is just something else. You will not want to go back. So why not elevate your confidence and performance this Valentine's Day with Joy Mode? Head on over to usejoymode.com and use code TNQ for 20% off and free shipping.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you also, you've invested in a lot of things. You've got a movie that you've, yeah, so I try. You know, I I have my day job, and then I try
2: to do some things on the side that are that move me. That's if, if something keeps me up at night and has some deeper meaning, then I'll look at it and get involved. And recently, I was shown a film about a topic um, on a African root bark called ibogaine, which is a um, is basically a, a psychedelic. Um, they say has a lot of healing powers. I've never done Ibogaine, don't have a lot of exposure to it, but I watched this screener film, and it was done by the same producer who made the Netflix series How to Change Your Mind, the Michael Pollan. He did a journalist, went in and did some psychedelic experiences with MDMA and psilocybin, etc. And they've made a film on... The topic is ibogaine, and they've incorporated a lot of the Stanford. Uh, I think Nolan Williams is a researcher out of Stanford who's followed a lot of the veterans. Marcus, you know a lot of these know, people yeah. that have gone down there, and have had life changing experiences with this this medicine. And I am my passion is mental health. I think that um, we are facing a a, 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 mental health crisis. Um, I think it's why we have addiction and all of these things. I'm seeing this Ibogaine, um, this film talks about how it, it, it has applications to treat a very large, broad spectrum of symptomology, including addiction, removing the detox, the, um, Uh, the detox symptoms of that addiction and then sort of creating neuroplasticity where you now have the choice, much better decision-making on whether you want to choose that drug or choose not to do it. So seeing, and I, and I have addiction um, runs through some, you know, family members that I've seen suffer and it really ruined their life. So anything that um, I see power in that that has a lot of promise and the research is is showing a lot of um a lot of good things for that compound i i want to i want to get behind it so i'm investing in a film that's going to tell a story about the beginnings of ibogaine what they're doing with it now the different people that are getting help from it of course it's not legal in the u.s so they're doing all this down in mexico and i am so excited because it it really opened my eyes, like your book did for me back in uh, 2009. This has opened my eyes to something new that I think is coming and I think is going to hit our country like a tidal wave. If we can get get some some legislation or get some uh, oh, yeah. legalization for this stuff, I think it's better than uh, having these people on in the streets. to see it. So what, no. what are your thoughts?
0: It gets to the root.
2: I know. I know.
0: So um, it works. There's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, 100 percent. Just, and that's not me talking. Yeah, you you know how I am. I'm I do like, hey, know how you are. Don't yeah. ask me what I'm about. Ask somebody who has to deal with me if it if it does what it's supposed to do.
3: I can tell you it works. Right. No, yeah. I know. I've seen. So mm-hmm. so, Marcus, you are. You've done that's probably the Ibogaine. worst
0: case going down. You know, everything happened to you. And every, right. The, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want a test case, to throw that sucker into. I was I was the body.
3: Right. The, I think there's a very key part of it, though, for it to work, you have to want it to work. Yeah, we sure And you have to do the prep work and the post work that the uh, clinic recommends. Not only recommend, I mean, m- mandates. Right. And if you choose not to do that, it's not going to work. It's, so it talks about that in this. I film. do think that that's very important for people to know that it's not just another um, high or another drug sure. just to have fun with. And, oh, you can't abuse it. Yeah, and and just to say oh. I did it and it didn't work. Well, did you do the prep work and the post work? Because correct. if you didn't, if you chose not to do that, of course it's not going to work. Sure. And not, I, it's a collective.
2: Correct. But I think awareness and getting rid of the stigma of some of these, these compounds that can help people in the mental health space, mm-hmm. it starts there. So, my interest in investing in the film was one. I think that the film was well done, well documented. They started filming in 2018, followed a lot of the veterans down to the clinic in Mexico where they're doing these ceremonies. And um, not just the veterans, but then they also uh, followed heroin addicts and told their stories. Then they, they do a lot on the science, and they've the, the researcher that took the chance on this and did the, the clinical trial um out of Stanford he is, is his his research data is very compelling and oh I tell you
0: what he got so he got lucky with that one or not however you want to look at it cuz <clears throat> his study is going to pay off well it just like a published lot of those guys who yeah. who who get into something they research something and it doesn't go anywhere right. He, he's got lucky. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, and I think he took a chance, a yeah. little bit of a whatever a, you want to call say, it. Yeah, God, a reputational on him. yeah, reputational chance right. yeah, on yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So kudos to him. I'm really, I've been listening to a lot of the podcasts that he's been out talking about it. Um, read the paper. I, I'm a researcher. Uh, the numbers I mean, I like coming out of it. That's right. Oh, all all,
0: all of you the minds when they see those numbers and, yeah. what oh, and when you read the stats and when you look at the scans.
3: Right. Yep. I mean. Yeah. Right. Everything's
0: lines? everything to those that shows up.
2: Right. Right.
0: And you can't deny it.
2: Right. And my husband's a neuroradiologist, so... He's the
0: neuroradiologist. <laughs> you keep leaving that part out. There's probably about one on earth of that dude.
2: <laughs> he is unique, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, no, he's... Uh, so there's there's a lot there about mental health, mental abnormalities, mental you know, afflictions um, from depression to suicidality to addiction to PTSD. All of these things interest me. And um, I think maybe the common thread is just how can I use a skill set of mine. Mine is research, building, um, connection, networking. networking. Mm -hmm. I'm an organized person, so I can get behind something. I can, you know, I can get something done. You gotta have the person
0: pull everybody together. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, but I but I gotta feel the passion. The passion has to come from an organic place for me. It's not. I'm not driven by
3: my um, my day job mm-hmm. it
2: creates the living that i that i have so it's not a financially driven thing for me um so so that that movie is That's what I'm important saying. yep
0: you got to be a, there's got to be somebody to connect those people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because as we get older we go into our perspective branches i mean people get so good at making money people get so good at studying science they don't talk
2: right right they stay
0: away from each other. Right,
2: and they need each other.
0: And they need each other.
2: They need each other, right.
0: As a matter of fact, the better we get at something, the more yep. you're like, hey, I don't need to talk to anybody else. I right. got this. And nobody can talk right. to me kind of deal. Right. And that's that's not why you got good at that. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So that's why God put that other one in there, yep. to, to pull them together.
2: Yep. Well, so my, my role in this is more to try to bring aware, awareness to... Um, some of what this research is showing, and get it shown and seen by the right people that can make a big difference, so that more people know it's out there. L- I'm less called for my own experience to get do Ibogaine. Maybe one day I would, I would do it. I have not, and um, don't you know? I don't know, but uh, it's it is a really compelling film. Um, so I hope you get to watch it one day. I know, I know you will. You'll watch that. it one day. What's the name? Um, can you say that? Yeah, Ibogaine. Is the name? Is the name of um, the film at at this moment? Yes. So that could it's in post production. That could change. So I mm-hmm. don't want to um, lock that down. Don't don't hold me to that.
3: But um,
0: i will be interested to see how you get it done because I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I have no oh, words for what that is.
3: Yeah, Sherry asked would, me if you, I <laughs> would would you tell me? I mean, me? You know, I mean in
0: the name of it. People say that, but I, you know, I, I listen to y'all talk.
2: But is it like what they say in the film that you almost have this movie of your life? Oh, that's what, it absolutely. Is. So you go, when you take this compound, you, you almost have Everything this... you
0: have up in there, it puts in a movie for you.
2: Okay, for your whole life. Oh, your... everything. And so you get to revisit it, maybe look at it in It'll a different. it take you further
0: back than that, too.
2: Even before, uh, really?
0: Yep, and it clean, you know, I don't ever try to speak for. Sure, no, I, I understand. Mean, I'm real cautious think... about that. Oh, yeah. But that's what, that's what definitely.
2: So you feel like it takes you back to the beginning and you can see the Right route where you of... need to go. Right.
0: Is what it does. And so you, I had one guy tell me, he's like, hey, man, the gets to the root. It gets to the root of whatever is bothering you. Not all those layers you put in there that other people have put in there and that life's put in there. Right. All the substances you stuck in this, right. this perfect, you know, this creation of sure. what to survive down here. I mean, it's just like anything else. It can take some, it takes a beating.
2: So let me ask you this. I mean, you, Marcus, you, it's well known that you've been through a lot. Mm. And um, I know your story in detail. Um, we're pretty close. Do you feel that ibogaine was has been a major help to your cognitive balance and the way you look at the world and how you process what happened? And
0: absolutely, best thing that ever happened to me. I had to. I was fighting and screaming and bucking and spitting and everything when y'all threw me in there. I didn't want to go at all. I did not want to go in there. But once I got in there and it got a hold of me, then I was like, uh, you know, I shouldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. So then I just made me focus. And then I, once I saw what I was supposed to be doing, I was like, okay, okay, all right. Was yeah. it scary? Absolutely.
2: You're not scared of much. I'm not scared of anything. I know, but you're, but, but, but y- I have
0: respect. There's a yeah. difference. Okay. Like there's men on this planet that I have a respectful fear of, kind right? Of deal. It's like that, but to an extreme, to where I, I understand great power, right? And when I see it, when I look at it, and when it's around me, I can feel it. So that's where this comes from.
2: Is it? And do you, when you come out of it, do you feel? relief Brand new. so it's an instant like after this experience it's instantaneous that you feel the effects of Imagine
0: going in the gym working out real real hard mm-hmm. and the next next day it's kind of Ugh. and then right? when you get up that next one though
3: okay so you have uh, a little bit of a it's oh. a like gray day mm-hmm. okay yeah right
0: it's what you that's how you know something's gotten done
3: processed right right right
0: and it's different for me it's, I don't want to speak for anybody else what sure. happens well, to me is different, different. Yeah. okay but yes ma'am that that's in there <laughs>
3: But Marcus oh, has also been very disciplined about his. Pre-imposed. I mean, from the time my feet hit the you, ground to the time they you...
0: go to come off the ground, I'm I'm
2: mm-hmm. I'm in it. Marcus, you always have been. I mean, you're you're an inspiration to me on things like y- you have inspired me to look deeper into meditation and breath work, and um, you know, you taught me. Um, at, at times just during conversation things that I'll never forget you know how to strengthen mind, body, spirit those three things about
0: it showed me that mm-hmm.
2: it, Well, you, it showed me that and then you showed that to me
0: it, that's, that's what it teaches me and I think me. about it, that all the time it says that to me yeah. it's like hey I'm teaching you so you can teach them right. and I, and, I, and that's why it's so hard on me Right. and I mean hard on me
2: and I realized in that conversation we had it in Tulum we were with a group of people and 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 um, uh, you said to me, you were describing, there are a lot of people that are really strong in, you know, you get your mind, body, spirit, right? A lot of people are really strong in the mind, very well-read scientists, but they're, their body, you know, they don't take care of themselves. That's right. They don't eat right. They're out of shape. They're, you know, um, they don't go to church. They don't have any spirituality. They don't, That's how you, you can don't, get to them. Right. And so then you've got people that are just body-focused people, mm-hmm. and they don't really sharpen their mind, or maybe they're, or maybe you have a great strength in two of these areas. And I realized at that time, I, I feel like I'm in shape, I feel like I exercise my mind, and I do a lot of reading, and but my spirit was lacking. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was at that time that I started to really dedicate, like you said, a good third of my life to growing right. that spiritual side, you said people with the, that are strong in mind, body, and spirit are unstoppable. That's right, and that was what you said to You're me.
0: But when they train yeah. the physically and they walk in the door, but then you cut them down and they're just kinda, they just kind of they don't know what to do.
3: Right, and it, I think it,
0: it's just it's unbelievable that a person with a physical stature that I can I don't even have to hit you.
3: Yeah. Or they feel stupid. It's or to make or you something. feel stupid, yeah. And, and then your
0: spirit. So that's kind of like, hey man, getting in that truck if there's a kid behind the wheel. You can't go really and drive that thing right. like somebody who's supposed to. Right. And if you just take a little bit of time out of your day to train each one of those, mm-hmm. or just one of them a day, or one of them a week, show that sucker some attention. Right. Because life by design will do that. It'll yeah. eventually beat your body down to where all the thing left is just to read and to kind of, that's how that Absolutely. happens. Absolutely, yeah. in the beginning, as a young student, to train that, nobody, my kids hate going to church. I know, I can see it in their face. Because they don't know what they're doing.
2: Right. They got no yep.
0: idea why they're in there. Right. And all I'm doing for them is creating a habit. Right. Yeah. P- period. They don't know what those words mean. They don't have enough yep. life down here. Yes. They look to me for that. Right. And and sometimes I can, I don't I don't have I mean I don't want them to see what that that right. part of life's going to drop on them not not yet. Right. That's why we exist.
2: And don't you agree that spiritual part of your life can look like anything? Of it can course. be. It can be. Uh, it could be going to church, or it can be just spending time in meditation and really l- yeah, looking. That, that's yeah. the biggest
0: part, like the breathing part. First yeah. thing you do when you when you check in down is take a breath. Right. So is the last thing you do. Right. Just spend some time exercising that sucker. You do. That's mm-hmm. what exercising is. Mm-hmm. You're actually trying to get your body worked up to where that breath will come out and back in to where you can exercise right. it. Right. And when they started explaining it to me like that, yeah, I, I was like, okay, I could see it. Right. Because it shows me.
2: hmm
0: And I, I, I was like, okay. Now I understand, and then yeah. it gives me the ability to to explain it logically. Right.
2: Yep. Well, I you... mean,
0: just simple logic to where when you when I say something, someone's like, "Oh, oh, I didn't see it like uh-huh. that." Yeah. I'm like, "Well, that's the base model."
2: Right. And
0: then everything else grows from there.
2: Right. And that's what happened to me when he when we had that conversation. And so I've been ever since then really working that side of my life that I felt was lacking, and it's been. Amazing! I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable
0: what it does. You it,
2: d- yes, yes. So it's it's uh, so. Thank you for that. And, You're welcome. And, and, and I didn't. You... I didn't know. Yeah. And, and I, our...
0: you know, you see these wonderful people, and they're great yeah. at it. But yeah. they think if you could just say, man, if you said that to me like yeah. that a minute ago, or yeah. like earlier right. in my life, it yeah. would have been different.
2: Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that story. <laughs> I, know I, just story. I mean, you probably remember the conversation, but <laughs> right. You didn't know how much I, it didn't, stuck. Know exactly. I didn't know exactly. Yeah, you mean. gave me the, the the breathwork app, and uh, so I still use it to this day. Um, I'll call some of my, I'll
0: ask. I, have, I always ask. I'm like, hey, you want me to stay on you? You got to tell him. you got to invite me <laughs> to do that. Like Governor Perry, I'll call his ad I'll be like, have you been doing your work? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of my guys I'm like, yeah, you know, it did. as many funerals as we've been to yeah, now, know, the yeah. one thing that I always heard when they talk about people is that like, he always stayed on me. Or like they told me he didn't tell me what I wanted to hear, he told me what I needed to hear. Right. That's the, Jew, that's the good stuff about life. Right. And I've been to so many of them, I'm like, well, I may, I, maybe I should start acting like that before I die. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I think every time I walk across somebody, I was like, man, if he's going to talk about me at his funeral, what's he going to say? Because <laughs> I've heard people say, tell me what they said at my funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've already been dead once. Oh, yeah. So I, that, when, when that happened to me, I was like, okay. you know, That little dash that Fleming talks about, Chad, when he's like, you only to get that dash oh, down Oh, right, here. yeah, right. When he, he taught me that. Huh. So I was like, okay. I know what I need to do. Yeah. I just started. No, man, it, you know, it changed everything.
3: So on a lighter note, you have also invested in a ranch where you hope one day to be able to, if it ever gets legalized to do some healing there. Yeah,
2: so, um, and Hunter, this will be a fun conversation for us because you've actually got to visit this place.
0: Definitely. I do hey, like, um, you need a lawn guy? Because I saw the pictures of it the other day. We're both moving up there. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. It's Telluride, pretty, right?
2: Pretty magical, yeah. Oh. So just outside of Telluride, Thank Colorado. I'm God you got that. How
0: awesome. When they, <laughs> when they told me that you're the one that did that, I was like, good girl, man. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, so um, ride right, Colorado is a really special place. I've been going there for over 20 years uh, for ski trips for family. Um, so know it well, and, a, and a, a home came up for sale been um, a, a few years ago, and um, it was under construction, but it was on a 70-acre parcel of land, and what's so magical about it is its location. It sits at the base of the Wilson ma- of Wilson Peak, which is the, the 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 mountain range that's on the Coors Light can. So it's basically that, the cliff- That's where that is? Yeah. yeah you it's get the, a
0: perfect view of that as yeah. Coors Light. Better
2: you'll have to put, put <laughs> no. it up on the, on yeah, the yeah, website. I'll, I'll but, sure but if I drank um,
0: beer anymore, it would be Coors Light now. Coors Light, I tell
2: you, yeah. So, so it's called Silver Pick Ranch. It's seventy acre new construction home um, where you can go get away. It's about twenty four minutes away from Telluride, the city of Telluride. So it's an easy drive. A great little town. town. Lot. Uh, it's year round. They always say people come to ski and then they stay for the summer because every week is full of a festival. They have from jazz festival to music. It's uh, a beautiful place. Uh, Bluegrass festival. movie uh, There's a movie fest, film festival um it's great culture uh the the the, the skiing you can attest to this you're a skier mm-hmm. hunter um it's super steep so there's a lot of challenging skiing there they, they call it have... the swiss alps of the united states because the the mountain range is a lot te- is taller steeper mm-hmm. so the skiing is challenging um in a good way there's also a lot of family friendly runs good education and the pillow-to-ski lift ratio is such that there's not enough. You can't ever really get so thick of crowds that it's very hard. You're standing in line all day. At this, so it's always, you know, even during peak season, you always, it's bearable with um, the amount of people that, that come. Um, it has an amazing Fourth of July. Spectacular. It's a box canyon. Uh, old story is uh, Butch Cassidy and, um, robbed his first bank there. Before he left town, I'm sure he was in with the sheriff to let him out. But so they've got a lot of history oh, yeah. um, in that town. But Silverpick Ranch. Good food. Good food. Silverpick Ranch is a place to get away. Um, there's uh, nearby snowmobiling, horseback riding. There's a lake where you can, uh, it, it's, you can it's fly fishing, um, mm-hmm. one of the best fly Fishing locations. Oh,
0: now you're now you're speaking my language. So we've um, been we talking about doing that for my fiftieth. I I well, that's what I want to go do. Okay. Is go fly fishing. and you know where you're going, yeah? Okay. Going to Silver yep, Pick. Yep. That, we'll have to go before my fiftieth. Yeah. Then now that we got a place. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so if your listeners want to go to silverpickranch.com and take a look, it's there. You can you can rent it. You can have weddings there. Events.
3: I'll be the fishing
1: guide.
0: Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna be that, out there. You've also
1: got an Instagram. You can go check out uh, yeah. all the pictures and content. I'm telling you right now, this house is gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, Good spacious job, too. I mean, the views, the interior, exterior, but everything about it. It's not it, it, Yeah, it's, it's simple, it's
2: simple, easy. You you can you can. It's livable. It feels
1: homey. Mm-hmm. Like I was there for the first time. I stepped in the in the doors. I felt like I was home. And, kids I, and, been and
2: tying it back into what we talked about earlier, you know, if Colorado is one of the first places to legalize some of the, this, these um, type of compounds for healing, it'd be a great place to send someone to go heal. Yeah. You know, so I could envision that kind of all coming together um, if the cards align there. So, uh, cause, you know, some of the guys the
0: talking that we got to go down somewhere else to get fixed.
2: Yeah.
3: But even before that, renting it as a group just for a mental health break just to go oh, and yeah. get away. Yeah. And it's on, it's on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. go on silver pick com, you mm-hmm. can look at it and maybe it, go with some girlfriends or something. And
2: Hunter's going to be doing some curated uh, visits there. So if you wanted to mm-hmm. go get away and, and need someone to guide you on what to do in the area, he's your guy. Yeah. Come because with me. He <laughs> is um, a, a travel planner um, and, <laughs> Efficient, yes, yes, absolutely.
3: Let's get
1: it. It's my favorite thing to do.
2: Yeah, he's one of our first guests. It's great to have. help put there. up the TVs. You did. Yes, the <laughs> TVs are up because of his muscle. So thank you for that. Appreciate you. Of course. He couch surfed that first week. We just just moved in. Did I some did. skiing on The couches on his are end. comfortable. How so. was the skiing up there?
1: Oh, it was gorgeous. Was it great? Uh, yeah. So the first few days I went alone and kind of just did my own thing, uh, checking out all the hardest runs I could find. Mm-hmm. And then Mark ended up joining me on the last day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I got to show him different places that I went, and we had a fun time.
2: Yeah. Okay. What's the
0: population tell you, Ryan? Ooh. Mm. Connor.
2: Look that one up. Don't know. It's. I you ask mean, a question,
0: is that's, this is my – when I do that, that means
2: – Locals that <laughs> live there, it's small. It's small, right? It's small, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It
1: is a- 2595 There you go. Perfect.
2: Yep. Yeah. It is small. And it, it exploded 2, during COVID, so it, it brought a lot of people in. And there's some, I think Oprah's got a large compound there. Tom Cruise did. I think we'll he here. Yeah. Tell her I'm in town.
3: Tell her that uh, the Jickbook.
2: Yeah. Jickbook needs to um, join her favorite things yes. list this year, so. <laughs> We need Dave Ramsey to get behind it too. So yeah,
0: Let's go around to all the houses, knock on the door, and tell them we're in town.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: we might as well.
2: We'll, we'll make that happen soon.
3: <laughs> we talk about it a lot. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Yep. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thank all right,
2: y'all for having Thanks me. Again, it really, girl. has yes. been fun.
1: Thank you so much for coming down, um, everybody out there. Thank you for listening and tuning in. We will see you next week.